a happy Grayscale Gorilla podcast, and uh, welcome back to the show. I'm all trans transboobled. How, how do we call this? Uh, we're here with Chris and Chad, as always, here for the Grayscale Gorilla podcast. How are you guys? Doing well. Happy Happy Tuesday. Hello, hello. Tuesday. Hey, so I was. Um, we we should we could talk about this later, but I was at the Harry Potter World with uh, with my wife, who's a big fan, and now I'm a big fan. They do such a great job at these parks now. Um, anyway, we could talk about that later. But I was sitting there, you know, checking checking the tweets, you know, checking the YouTube's, checking all the comments from last week's uh, podcast, which you guys rocked, by the way. And you know, I'm thinking about all this stuff, and and I come across this question all the time, which is like, hey, what you know, um, what plugin should I buy? Which version of Cinema 4D should I buy? Which render should I buy? All these questions, right? Everybody's hat. What should I buy? Mac or PC? Um, you know which microphone do you use? Like all the all this stuff, all this gear and and camera camera people have it the worst, right? Camera, hey, how did you take that photo? What camera did you use? And I came up with this thing. You know, I'm like I'm the king of bad analogies, right? If you listen enough to the podcast, I'm always making all these bad analogies. But I'm I'm gonna try something. I'm gonna try to do less random analogies with MacGyver and stuff, and it's all gonna be about music. I had this like epiphany standing in line which is all you do at some of these parks, standing in line. Every analogy that I'm going to try to put out to try to help myself understand things, to try to help any questions that get asked for the podcast through Twitter, it's going to be based in music. And uh, I, I, I wanted to pitch this to you guys to see if this makes sense, mostly, and just try to try to kind of get this analogy moving because I think there's something we could learn from this. I started thinking about all the times when people ask these questions, like about renderers and about computers and about mics, and there's always more information you need to help them make a decision, right? And so this is true with me, with all this other stuff that I've been doing with music. There's You can't just say like, hey, what, what mountain bike should I buy? Because the answer is like, well... <laughs> what are you going to use it for? Are you going to be, is this like more of a downhill mountain biking? Are you going to go through mud? Are you riding it in snow? Is it summer? Is it winter? How much gear do you have to carry? There's a billion questions that need to be asked before you can make an intelligent decision. And so I thought about this music analogy as a way to get to the bottom of, of what kind of work people want to do. So let me, let me see if this, we could start to make some connections and see if this makes sense at all. So one thing I was thinking about was like, okay, if you want to be a musician and you walk into, into a guitar center or whatever, and you say, what do I buy? I want to be a musician. Well, they're going to ask you a bunch of different questions. What instrument do you play? Which instrument do you want to play? How much have you, how much have you learned on that instrument? Do you play live? Do you play in a studio? Uh, are, are you do you play like punk rock music or are you more like classically trained or are you into metal? All these questions are going to steer you to different parts of this giant store full of all the things that make music, right? This entire store is all about music, but they're going to ask you some questions to, to find the right thing for you, depending on your skill level, depending on what you're into. So I'm what I, this whole big, this whole big mental breakdown is to try to break down our industry into music as a way to as a way to just talk about it in a way that is not always what you know what piece of gear to buy so um so 
first of all, does that make any sense? Like, is this, is it, am I going down the, did I have too much coffee today? Did it, like, is, is, is this That's always, the answer is always yes to that one. The answer is always yes to too much coffee. But it, it, I guess I wanted to start to throw this out there, may, mainly to our audience, to anybody listening, as a way to, to, to just structure it. And I'll, and I'll maybe, We'll, we'll give this a break here in a second because I've done nothing but talk. Um, see, you leave me off the podcast one week, you know, and I, now I got I just got to catch all up here. I just got to talk and talk. Um, so I, I want to start to get some sort of analogy built so that we can have some higher level discussions about where people are in their career, how do people, how to help people get better at their career, how to help people get paid to do what they like which is also something that musicians struggle with a lot. I think there's a lot, I'll, I'll boil it down to this. I think there's a lot of similarities between music and becoming a musician and becoming a paid musician and almost every creative industry, especially motion design and 3D animation. I think there's a lot of analogies that we could pull from i think there's a lot of history that we could look at and say what happened to the music industry when this happened and try to learn from watching and, and reading our history and i think there's a lot of discussion that we can have that is that removes the political side of it that removes the like oh well i like this render you like this render side of it and just says okay well i just like different music than you do that's all i my band is making this type of music so i need this renderer and your band is making that kind of music, so you need that render. And my band is is doing more um, like punk rock, so we do more like After Effects. And your band is doing more classical and metal, so you might need some more Houdini. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. I don't. I'm, <laughs> that's such a strange like. That's uh, yeah, that's it's an interesting metaphor. I think it's. I agree with you on some aspects of it. Like I like the. I, I think the metaphor works on a lot of different decisions that we come across in this industry and just in in general. Um, something that you sometimes, or at least when I come from music too. So like when, whenever I uh, when I was starting off in in music, you know, fifteen years ago, I would. I would always like, oh, I love that band. I love the sound that they, they're getting. I want to find out what they use, how they're getting that sound. And so you do the research and you figure out, oh, they're using you know, this guitar, this amp with this pedal. And you're like, okay, now, now I understand how they're able to put that sound together. And it, it, it's, it, it kind of helps because then you can say, well, I want to sound... I really like the sound of that band, so I'm just going to go find out what they're using and get that and try to emulate that sound. And that's really how people should approach their their decisions on their on the gear that they use in in motion design too. You could you could find an artist or a person or a company or a studio that you like and say, "Well, how do you guys work? What do you use? What do you, are you on PC? Are you on Mac? What do you use for rendering? Like how do you what what's your storage thing? What do you use for backups? Like all that stuff, you could find out and and start to do that research and and kind of build up a little library of like all your favorite shops and look at the similarities and say, well, they all seem to use PC, so I'm I'm going to get a PC. Or they all seem to use I don't know Epson printers, <laughs> so I'm going to get an Epson printer. <laughs> That's uh, the reason. Yeah, you know, like just like if you if you start to do like that, and and you obviously should ask the why. I mean, that's a huge 
thing that I think of people, people even in music. The first, you go into any music store, and you're gonna see somebody uh, pick up a guitar and start playing "Stairway to Heaven" and like trying to show off. But it's not really about that. It's about what works for what you need to do. Like if you're you're not gonna be impressed going into the music store watching some guy show off and play some amazing solo if the if you play in a I don't know, um, uh, some cover band that only does like country music or something. You're not going to be impressed by like a, a metal guitar player showing off. And so don't get sucked into that, you know, just find out what, what's going to work for you and your sound and your band. And it might just be three chords is all you need because you're playing in a really simple band and playing a punk rock band or something. And you just need something that plays fast and hard and just like gets that done. So that's just, yeah, I guess the analogy works if you kind of push it in these different directions. I think I think it's probably a good all-encompassing analogy, and you can do lots of good metaphors with it. It's not going to work too well for me since I don't have any kind of musical background. So, but I think most people have have a pretty solid one. Well, you, let me ask you then, Chris, because you you're, you know you don't you didn't play in bands and stuff, but you have favorite bands, you have music that you like, and I. I, I you know, I guess I'm. I, I guess I'm assuming, but you tell me. It, it, if there was, does the idea that different bands need different gear uh, make sense? Like, just on a fundamental level. Yes, one hundred percent. The only my worry is you were saying in the context of like, oh, you like a different type of music, so we don't have to be tribal. It's like, no, no, music is super tribal. People are super emotionally invested oh, in their music okay. and fighting Absolutely. with other people <laughs> but 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 musicians are usually more tribal when it comes to the similar things not the totally differences That's so true. like like metal you know like black metal fans are gonna are gonna fight with the death metal fans because they're so close but there's this one difference mm -hmm. you know it's like a religious thing it's like we're, we, we kind of essentially like the same thing but you believe that it should be this bpm and you believe that it should be this bpm therefore we cannot be friends but i think in general uh, it's going to be more like dismissive of other of other things like some heavy metal person let's say might just say ah you know uh dance music i don't really listen to it i don't like it you know, screw that thing, and that—that's all they really have to say about it. Let's uh, not saying that all people have this uh, feeling, but it's—I—I I, I think for me, what it does is it—is it helps break down the idea that there's not a necessarily right or wrong answer to these questions that people ask, but that there is ultimately a better tool depending on what you're trying to do, and it all comes from the idea of what do you, what is the end goal of all this stuff and i i hear all these questions and i my, this this comes up because i'm constantly trying to answer all these questions and i'm trying to help the goal is to try to help and i can't it's hard to get across that idea um especially early on in a career but this happens everywhere this happens at all levels it's like well if i just need if i just have that one more fuzz pedal then i will sound like my favorite guitar player or if i just you know if i just buy you know the 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 different guitar different amp and and sometimes that is true like sometimes that is actually true you do need certain gear to to pull off certain things but if you come at your work and all you and you don't know where you're going to go with it it's going to be that much harder to make the right decision so it's really 
understanding that you might need a more durable piece of gear because you're live every night on stage and it's and this and this guitar you're traveling around with needs to be robust it needs to like take a beating it needs to travel well and that's that may be a different guitar than what you use in the studio that's like more expensive and like more fragile and so understanding where you're going to use your tools and how you're going to use it um you know really does make a difference the and just to bring it to our world if you make daily news graphics for like the latest um you know the latest scandal or the latest uh earthquake and you need to be able to get this stuff out right away and your your producers like we're live in 20 minutes you need to render this out and show this graphic um you're gonna pick drastically different tools than someone that is working maybe on a movie title and has a little bit more time and and it has to be just right and just perfect and so understanding that language of it depends um i think is more clear at least to me in the music world where it's like well let me ask you a few questions well you're about to i mean you said before you're probably gonna you're gonna end up switching OS is from Mac to PC. Like, what's your? That's a big decision. That's a that's like probably the biggest decision uh, that you could make. I think is completely switching your platform. Uh, what What's your process for that? What are you What are you doing? What are you looking at? How are you coming into this decision? Mm, that's interesting. Like, what? So so that is becoming more and more of an option for me and i think it's because every time i ask those questions and i and i i think it's because what i'm doing day to day is different and what i want to do day to day is different so when i when i jump down the the rabbit hole of like uh i want to do more live streaming so that's a good example i didn't do a lot of live streaming and when i did it was very simple just like a webcam like we're doing right now but in my mind, I'm embarking on this new thing. I'm going to try to do more live streaming next year. I want to get multiple cameras set up. I want to be able to like set up uh, not just multiple cameras, but be able to like call people and, and do just much more interactive live stuff. Well, PCs as of right now are much more robust to be able to pull that off. So if I look at this music analogy, I'm about to go like join a different band here and, and, and a band that's more live and that needs to have more inputs and that needs to be more flexible. And the, the, the pathway to that world that is more flexible is PC. This goes with uh, some video games I've been looking into, like some like public battlegrounds is something I've been like watching other people play. And it's just really interesting game, just not available like that. That instrument only exists over on PC. Um, so that's another one. Uh, three, um, almost every new uh, renderer is relying on GPU. I see the I see the uh, beauty in GPU rendering. I see the future in GPU rendering, and that also has. So there's now like uh, that's just off the top of my head. Three things that I've been researching and, and building into that have made me look into this, this PC side of things. And so as far as like the analogy, you know, it's like, I was totally happy. I, I did tutorials, I did Cinema 4D renders with physical render. And as, as long as I was doing that, 
and I could sit in my Mac world and be be happy. And as soon as my needs changed, that's that's when I needed new gear. So, but I I, I guess uh, I don't know. Like so I don't have know. You, have you actually started to like you know put together a list of manufacturers or like what do you, are you gonna like what's the where are you at in the process? Are you build? Are you thinking about building one? Are you gonna have one built? To me, to me, the the to me, it is like the light show, right? This is like the PA system in the light show. If I'm on stage and this is my band, let's say I'm a, I'm in a band. Up until now, it has been me in the in my room, like playing and tinkering with stuff. And in that world, I needed to know what every button did, and I needed to know how to fix it, and I needed to know. Uh, that I could do it myself and I needed it to work. When I fired up the, the show, I needed it to work. And to me, that was Mac. It's always been Mac. It's worked for me. It's worked really well. And as this PC thing pops up, to me, in my head, the way that I see a PC is like, well, I need, I need to have help with this. This is not something I know about. It's not something I'm interested in knowing anything about. And it is, it is purely utilitarian and it needs to be a part of my life. When those things happen, I reach out to people that actually know what they're doing. And so for me, mentally, with this music analogy, I'm like hiring the lighting crew to, to like make sure I look good on stage, right? Like, and they're the experts. So they're gonna set up what light, like I don't need to know what light they're hanging. I don't need to know what wattage it is. I don't need to know the computer system that sets up the, the lighting. I just need to know that when I'm on stage that this is working. And that's literally how I'm viewing this PC thing. It is, it is, it is a um, a different system. So when this happens, I'm going to reach out to Chad, who knows more about this stuff. At least some of the manufacturers. I'm going to reach out to Chris, who own. They both own PCs. That's a good thing to do: is talk to people that have done it. And I'm going to literally um, have somebody come help me set it up and show me how to do this that knows exactly who it is. I have a friend that does live Twitch streaming every day. I've already talked with him. He has some ideas on gear. He has some ideas on specs. And when it all comes down, it's going to be up to you guys and him to, to get the gear I need to set it up and show me what the heck this all is. And, that, and that's how I'm approaching it. Cool. We're here for you. I'm worried. <laughs> don't be listen to you you just said all these things about not to be worried i'm worried and you're worried like don't be worried man like if listen you know what that's part of the fun i see is just try stuff you know like you try it doesn't work you don't like it i think that's what it is i think that's uh I, so i have this i have this mentality you, let me know if you guys have this when i'm at home and there's like a there's a party going on or an event and i'm like home and i'm comfortable it's there's so much that needs to mentally happen for me to like get up and move and get out to the event. And then when I'm at the event, it's the hardest thing for me to do is leave the event. I want to stay there. And, and like, I have this like anti momentum. It's like this, I'm like this heavy boulder. <laughs> I've experienced that with you at party. <laughs> just like trying to get you to leave anywhere. It's like a, super hard to get you to leave. So, and the reason I bring it up is because mentally that's how I feel about like this PC Mac stuff. That's mentally how I feel about many things. I, I'm here. I'm currently having a good time. 
why change? Like why move anywhere else? And even though the other party or the other event or, uh, or, or going back home is probably a good idea, especially when it's after midnight, like maybe I should go home. Like maybe I don't need another drink. I should go home. But my mind is like, well, I'm having fun. Why not do this for four more hours? Uh, and I have that same mentality when I'm working it on a project I really like. I have that same mentality when I'm, um, you know, laying in bed some some mornings. Oh, this is fun. Why why move? Um, and to me, that's the that's the uh, mental part of switching. You know, PC and all this stuff. I get um, it. Yeah, I could see that. We I could see that. I I'm probably the I have the opposite problem where. I'm so new things excite me, all new things to the point where I love discovery. I love that excitement coming from discovery and learning. So that's why I went from being iPhone for since it came out to Android just to try something new, just to like switch it up and try something new. And that was exciting to me, like the idea of like learning a completely new OS and like trying to make that work and see what the good things and bad things are. And I'm the opposite, man. I'm like, oh, there's something cooler happening over there. Let's go over there and check it out. Or, hey, there could be something cooler behind that door. Let's go check out behind that door. <laughs> and, and like, I like, I think that's why you know we work together so well. Is like we're kind of opposites in that. Like I'm to a fault sometimes switching things and trying new things. But it's always fun, you know, and I like I like it. I like the adventure of it. I'm 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 into that. What about Chris, you, Chris? Yeah. What what's what what's your mental state for these things? Are you an easy switcher? Are you is it tough for you to change things? What's mm, I think I'm. I don't know. I guess I'm somewhere between. But I'm very methodical with what I do with these things. Where I'll say that's a thing I know I'm going to have to do or that I'm going to want to do for sure. So I'm going to start letting it like bounce around for a little bit. I tend not to pull the trigger on something too quickly. So, you know, just as a quick for instance, like I'm super uh, anti. Well, like right now, I super want to get a 3D printer. And I've, I haven't had a 3D printer in the house for like two and a half years. I had on kind of permalone for a while. So I'll get my own. And so I'm starting to do research. I'm looking into a whole bunch. I'm making lists. And it's like, you know, there's hundreds to choose from. And now that apparently there's a bunch of like Chinese knockoff ones because there's a lot of 3D printer stuff that's open source. So then a Chinese manufacturer will make a duplicate. So then it turns into, well, do I want to support the people who designed it and made it open source? Or do I want to get the cheaper ones from overseas? Like, there's tons and tons of questions. And you just keep researching. And I narrow it down and I narrow it down and I narrow it down. It's like, okay, now it's kind of between these two. Which one am I going to get? And it's like, okay, now I'm leaning on that one. It's like, well, I could order it or I can just wait, be really calm for a little bit. And Black Friday is coming up and Cyber Monday. And maybe there'll be some good deals that day. If not, I can order it the day after. Like it, where it's a very, uh, it's with almost with everything. It's like, I know this is the thing I want to do. I don't have to rush to do it. Let me be sure I want to do it. It's like getting a dog right now. Like I absolutely want to get a dog, but I know it's a big responsibility and I'm going to have to, because and I super want to take care of it, do all the proper things. So it's like, okay, let me 100% make sure that over the course of like a whole year, I still have that feeling that I still want a dog. And it wasn't just like a fleeting thing for a month or two. And it's like, okay, if I still feel that after a while and things are good and I'm in a good situation, then maybe I can go and get a, get a, go get a puppy somewhere. Um, so I like to be methodical with that kind of thing. And I think it was even like that for getting a PC. I'm still like right now this live stream is off of a Mac, but I do tons of stuff off of my PC now. And uh, any writing I do, I'm doing on the PC, any video game stuff I'm doing off of a PC. Uh, but even that was something where I was like, I, I think I'm going to try and get one. I'm going to do a half kind of step and do a 
a laptop so I'm mobile and I can jump all over the place with it. So where everybody else I know has big gigantic towers, like big power gaming PCs, it's like no, I want to be I want to be mobile with it so it can go wherever I go. So it's it's a good kind of half step, and I've had it for over a year now, and it's it's super working out. And if I need more something more powerful, I'm now better informed to get the better version. That's actually something I tend to be more torn on. Is do you dive into the deep end? Being like, oh, I'm going to spend money and get a good, super, like maybe not the best, but get a super solid system. Or do you dive in and tinker, like get something that's in that direction, find out if it works. It's almost like buying a really cheap tool and you know, you buy a cheap hammer and you're like, I'm going to buy a cheap hammer. And if that hammer breaks, then I have now justified buying a really good hammer. Uh, I'm always torn between that or just buy a really good hammer to start out with. But then you might have a hammer that's of such high quality that you wasted a bunch of money because you will never cross that threshold. That's that's almost where I get stuck on things. Like, do you go and buy the super best, most kick-ass PC ever because you're jumping into it? And, you know, like we've, we've I've talked a bunch about you spend more time between, behind your computer than you do your car. So, like, <laughs> spending the amount of money on a computer that you do a car, I do not think is un, an unreasonable thing. Uh, I agree with that. I think a lot of people don't. I think a lot of people just tend to kind of think like, "Oh my gosh, I can't, I can't possibly spend more than three grand on a on a computer. That seems excessive." And that what you just said right there is perfect. It's like, well, do you use it to make a living? Yes. Are you in front of it more than eight hours a day? Yes. Is it your sole source of income? Yes. If you answered yes to all these three then you should be spending as much as you can afford on your computer because that's your livelihood. And I spent, I have no shame. I spent 10 grand on my machine and it, it, every cent of it was worth it. Every cent. I wish I could have spent more. I wish I could have got more. Uh, but it, it's one of those things like you spend as much as you have on your computer if that's what you do for a living, and obviously and, and if different. you're getting returns for that, right? If, you, if you're not if you're not making any money and you know you're not like booked or anything and you're not doing jobs, then probably want to maybe taper that down just yeah. a little bit. Well, and, but and, you you make that statement in the context of you know you want a PC, so kind of the context in which I'm talking is somebody like Nick. Would it be better for Nick to? you know, whatever, spend a thousand dollars and get like a, a, like a not great, but not terrible laptop and see if he enjoys the PC world or should he go and get a render beast right out of the gate? And that's where I get stumped is like, do I dabble in it and see if I like it or do I dive right in and get the best possible experience well, with the possibility that, of maybe I don't like that stuff at all. I'm not that type of person. I'm, I'm, I'm more of like a jump in early adopter kind of a person because I, the, because then I'll always wonder, did I have a bad experience because I bought a cheap thing and it wasn't the best thing I knew I could have gotten? Or am I having a bad experience because I just don't like this platform? Uh, so there, that would always be in the back of my head. So it, like if I go back, I've never just, you know, bit of history. I've never had a Mac workstation before. I've had... We have a Mac Mini downstairs and all that sort of thing. But the idea of a, of a potential modular Mac that they've talked about coming with being able to maybe support the work that I do is intriguing enough to me where if it came out and, and people, it was getting great reviews and people were saying, oh, it's awesome and this and that and it works with NVIDIA, whatever. If that happened, 
I would actually consider getting one. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say, well, I'm going to dip my toe in with a with a MacBook Pro, and then maybe if I like that, I'll jump in. I would just dive in because that's just how I am. I would always be wondering in the back of my head, should I have opted for the better experience at a higher price and and gotten the true thing, knowing that I can always sell it if I need to. I can always get out, and none of it, nothing's permanent. I might lose a little bit of money, but I gained a lot of knowledge. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. I, I'd rather I'd rather do it right the first time, but th I think that's why I'm always that's always why I'm on the sidelines for so many things because I'm like, well, I'm not gonna go I'm not gonna go get the budget version, or you know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna go do the the fake version or the 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 ripoff version. I want the real thing. Like I want the real the real He Man, not like the you know. <laughs> I don't want GoBots. I want Transformers. You know what I mean? Like, I, well, let's go do this right, <laughs> Mom. Um, yeah, that's but, but it's, it's like uh, it, I don't. That that's a tough one. I, I mean, obviously, with a computer, like just like you said, if it, if it's something you're making a living from or planning on making a living from, definitely go uh, above and beyond. But but for other things, um, like like a like a music thing. Like, and I think this is where this is where uh, a lot of people are at, at different parts of their career about like, well, sh should I go learn? Should I go learn Houdini or, you know what I mean? Like, what should do I need this to show Should I go learn X particles, whatever? And th I think there's a lot to that where where people are like, well, for me to for for me to justify it, I really need to dive in and know it and like really spend a month doing it and if i'm just going to tinker then it's just not going to be uh valuable it's not going to be worth it and i'm not you know if, if you buy a plugin and never learn how to use it and it sits there nobody likes that feeling you open up that menu you, you paid all this money for this thing and you're, you're like well I, you know i still need to like take time and sit down and learn it so for me um it, it's 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 the cost itself but but even more than the cost is is the time it's the time to to learn it and do it. So if you, Chad, like you know PCs, you've you've had one before, and you're like, I'm gonna get the big dude because I I know what I'm getting myself into. That's like such a no brainer idea. Um, but for me, a lot of the decision is is the time that I want to spend to learn how to do it properly, because I know that if I if I half if I half ass it. Then I'm going to have a bad experience, just as much as if I buy a cheap version of it. And so, if I, and this is why the PC that goes with anything. I think that that Absolutely. statement right there. It's like if you're not, if you don't, it, everything that you embark on, anything new, is going to take time to learn. And either you embrace that, or you're afraid of it. And I think you should never be afraid of it because. It, Everything is an, is an adventure, should be seen as something new, a challenge. Um, but yeah, the time thing is, is difficult because it, it will take time. And if you don't have time, then that's that's a problem. That yeah, how immediately people, limits your decision making. Yeah. How many people have the guitar in the corner of their office or their bedroom or their dorm room and don't I, know how to play? Literally right there is my guitar. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like you, you know, and, and I know you play, but do you ever walk past it and go like i should i should play that more i haven't played it in months well and i want to throw out there that you you know point out a potential contradiction here you guys are saying you know don't half-ass it dive in get the big thing but like kind of what i'm advocating is 
why are you perfecting and spending all the super money and all the guitar stuff when what I'm saying is like, grab a laptop, see what, you know, tinker around with it, actually do stuff on it, see what's happening. So well, that, like I, I, buying, I, buying, using your music analogy, like you're getting all like the entire super speaker system and all the additional stuff. I don't know music terminology. And it's like, cool, <laughs> you got all this stuff. And now I want to hear do more music analogy. Amps. I think they're called amps. Amplifiers. Amplifiers. Amps. Right? No, I, I think we're saying the same thing. Uh, what I'm saying is, you know, if you have the experience with it, um, this is like, this is like Chad's beast machine that he owns. He's been doing this and knows that he uses this every day. Like, no, no, there's no reason for him not to have a, exactly the tool that he needs. Yes. Almost at any cost. And, and I would agree if you're just starting with something, do not go. And we've, this is a topic we talk about all the time. Do not go obsess over gear. Do not go worry about this render or that render. Do not go worry about PC versus Mac. Grab the machine that you have in front of you, grab the demo of the software you're, you're trying to learn. Almost everything has a 30-day demo these days. And tell yourself, I'm going to spend this many hours per week on this demo, and I'm going to make this amount of stuff. And if I don't do that, then I don't deserve to buy it. And if I don't do that, then I can't upgrade. And and just tell yourself that. Give yourself the test and say, I'm going to... I'm going to get the demo, and if I don't make three things that I like with it or watch five hours of training with it or whatever it is, give yourself the rule. And I'll just speak for myself. This is what I do for myself all the time. I just did this with recording software. Got the 30-day demo, said if I don't put out three songs on SoundCloud uh, and just publish them, which I think is we could get into all that stuff, but literally put three songs out <laughs> no matter how good they are just put them out tell and tell your friends if i don't do three of those i'm not i can't buy the software and i did it within the 30-day demo and they're out and i i was able to buy it right but i proved to myself it wasn't just going to be a thing in the corner this is something yeah. i'm going to like use that's a good i mean here's the thing you're right i mean we, we're in a unique industry in which you can download demos of just about anything and use them feature Complete features. You might have a watermark. It might be an output restriction. But we have this Im immediate ability to try before you buy. And so there's really no reason you should be making a decision in a vacuum or just purely by the recommendation of your peers when you can so easily go and download the demo of whatever it is that you're worried about or thinking about and try it. Now, you can't do that with a PC, obviously. You can't say, I'm going to get a demo PC and like they'll ship one to your house. And you say, I don't like it. Take it back. But uh, for just about everything else in terms of like rendering, compositing, 3D software, 2D software, whatever. There's usually demos out there that you can that you can check out. I mean, every single I did that with Cinema 4D. I did that with Arnold and Octane and Redshift. I was on. I, I had watermarks on all my stuff before I even thought like, okay, this is something that that I think I'm going to look at further. Uh, I can't remember a piece of software that I didn't check out a demo for before I paid money for it. Um, I'm trying to think if there was ever one. I can't. I can't think of one. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a great way to kind of see it and and pick it up and test drive and see if it's for you. And if it has a 30-day with no restrictions, awesome. Then do like you did. Say, I'm going to make something and see what I can do with it. And you should you should absolutely do that. So if you're out there looking to make a decision on, maybe that should be how I answer the render 
question is like, well, have you tried all the demos of all of them yet? Uh, which one did you like? Which one did you feel would suit your work the best? And if they right. say, well, I haven't downloaded any demos yet, I'm like, okay, step number two, go download all the demos. They're a all lot of right here. Don't know how heavy a Les Paul is. That's, yeah, that's yeah, that's very heavy. You know what I mean? Like everyone too. Yeah, that's a big guitar. And I tell I, you, I don't like I don't like a Les Paul. I've, I've grabbed one. I've played one. I like the way they look. I love yeah. the way they look, but I could this, never have one. I have to Google it. Thing. All right, Chris, look up the Les. You've seen a Les Paul. They're beautiful guitars, but I'm too small. Like it looks like a I'm like playing a comically large <laughs> guitar. I'm more I'm more of a Gibson SG guy. You know what I mean? Oh, I, I like I love an SG, dude. That's my that's my little jam. mini guitar. A little little smaller fret size. A little thinner thinner neck. You know, I like I like a Telecaster. You know, but yeah. I know that because I grabbed it, and I know that because I've sat and played it, and I know, uh, you know, because I've tried friends too. Um, and I don't, I, you know, I don't know. I'm, maybe I'm forcing this analogy at a certain point, but I think that understanding that all these p- things exist because there's a place for it, and and everyone, you know. <laughs> most people have a different favorite song you know like taste is different feelings are different um and 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 you and it it, it's so hard to find exactly the right thing for you and 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 that's why that's why in most professions the more the longer you're in a profession the more questions are asked when people ask a ask a um a question Early on, it's really easy to go like, oh, well, you have to get a PC, you have to get a Mac, or you have to use this software or that software. But then the more you're into anything, the more, you know, what guitar should I buy? Well, <laughs> we, need to, we need to talk more than just like, okay, this one. Because even if my favorite guitar is a Telecaster, I got to ask you a lot of questions before I can get you in, into the right one. Um. So I don't, yeah, I don't know. I, now I'm just, now I want to search guitars. Chris, does that, does that, uh, does that Les Paul ring out to you? Uh, I guess like a, it looks a, like Slash plays one. See, there you go. Slash loves it. I, man, that guy could play a guitar and, uh, you know, and, and Eric Clapton might tell you to get a strat, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Jimi Hendrix played it backwards. You know, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. I, if you're good though, you can pick up any guitar. Well, that that's that's the ulti- that's the ultimate thing, and and we've said this in other podcasts, but that's the ultimate thing is, yeah, I like a good guitar player can pick up my crappy uh, version of of a guitar and make it sound amazing. Um, but the opposite is not true. I could not grab his expensive ass guitar <laughs> and make it sound like him. Um, so I. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this other than I think that um, I've been trying to write and think more about this. Maybe not write. Maybe talk about more of this on the podcast. I've been talking about some of these things over on on my Nick Vegas Twitter account and talking about just how to get better and how to make the right decisions. And I think at the end, I think at the the way that my brain works is I think that I'm trying to find the right answer. And if we all agree that the right answer is that there is no perfect answer is that it's a step and a series of questions and a way to think about things to get you to the ultimate right answer. I'm now my brain is like, well, then there has to be a formula of questions that I could ask just right to get 
people to the right answer for them. And I don't even think that that's true either. Um, but but it is it's a process. Yeah, but it's something that but it's something that I'm trying to work on and it's something that I'm trying to to share. You know, when people were willing to when people were willing to do that for me and I say, "Okay, what computer should I buy?" and they're like, "All right, let's we need to get a cup of coffee here." <laughs> like this isn't this isn't like a, a just an answer. We need we need to talk about this. Not, um, not easily answered over Twitter. Not easily answered over Twitter. Is that a good acronym? What is that? N E A O T. N E A O T. Yoink. Yoink. Not easily answered over Twitter. Got to use that one more often. Well, uh, well, geez, the um, you know, it, the the podcast, uh crazy one right from the start i didn't even know we were live sorry folks uh, yeah i was i I, t- I thought i like gave you before we went live i always kind of give a th- some sort of finger like hey we're about to go three two one <laughs> and i was doing that and you kept talking i'm like maybe he doesn't see me and i had already hit the button at that point <laughs> like, well, is he gonna know like is he gonna see that we're live i'm just gonna let this ride man see where it goes let it go man you know i, I it's it's uh it's an analogy we're gonna make it an analogy because uh because that's just how my brain works i don't know Nobody know like we're. I think it's easy. I think this is. I think this is really one of the problems. I think it's easy for anybody that has been around long enough to think that they have the right answer. And I do this all the time. Uh, just do it like I did it, and you'll be you'll you'll be successful. You'll be closer to where you're trying to do. And the older I get and the more research I do and the, and the more I work on things, the more I realize that that's not true. And that, and that there are parts of, there are parts of the journey. Uh, and let's just take a step back and understand that, that the journey for this podcast and the journey for Grayscale Gorilla and everything that, that we're doing here is not, um, is, is not to like, uh, learn Cinema 4D. It's to have a, a job that where you get to do mostly what you love to do for a living and get paid so that you could do more of it or and continue to learn and continue to be on the path. The journey is to continue to be on the journey. And that's it. That's all that, that it, it, it's to get paid enough to continue to walk down the path. And, and that's the goal. So as we discuss these things, it's going to be a little bit less of like, well, hey, here's what what software should I buy? Because ultimately, I want to find the answers and discuss the ways that we could give a framework to everybody. That to every honestly, everybody that is creative to to help them find a, a framework that fits with their mind, that fits with the way that they think, that will help them stay on the path and continue to go further down the path and learn more things and and be able to be more happy, be able to do more work that they love, be able to be able to buy software and not make the wrong decision. Like all these all this stuff we talk about is hopefully all a part of of this this weird little journey we're, we're, we're all on, um, or that I assume a lot of our listeners are on, which is how do I do this and be able to do more of it and be able to get paid to do it. Um, 
so anyway, that that's the goal of the podcast. That's the that's that's what's running through my damn head ninety percent of the time when I'm thinking about all these things and stupid analogies. Is is there a is there a way forward that how can we help the most people? How can I answer the most questions all at once? Um, because the internet doesn't scale. The internet can't scale. I wish I could have a cup of coffee with everybody and and have and talk and and do that but how do we build a framework that could help more people i don't know i'm 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 going on and on chad uh we're gonna here, here's what i want to find out at the very end of this chris you saw les paul i want you to check out a, a fender look up fender guitars chris and see if there's one of those that you, you you're kind of leaning towards chad uh, you said you're a sg guy is that true do you, is that your all, end all guitar? What's what's your main? Uh, yeah, I like that one a lot. I also really like. Um, I would never play one, but I just think they're. I just like them. The Flying V is always. Um, like I wish I had the guts to pull that guitar off. Uh, but yeah, Sorry. those those are my two favorites. I uh, I I'm a I have uh, an older Dan Electro. That's my favorite, probably. Mm still yeah, those are pretty decent too there, there was a guitar that um that uh my buddy matt had that was a gorgeous it wasn't it was like a les paul body shape but a little bit smaller and it was all like the most beautiful stained wood it was not it was not glossy it was kind of like matte and oh man i forget what it was though i'll have to find they out have a junior they have like a ju it's not junior because it's not for kids it's it's but it's a smaller scale um les paul uh, junior, yeah, maybe it is called Junior. I would buy a new guitar, but every time that I think about, like, okay, I could spend a couple grand on guitar gear, or I could take that money and get, you know, fix this thing in the house, or put that towards the new kitchen, or Good. you know what I mean? Like, there's so many other things that, like, just like, nah, nah not doing that. Uh, so yeah, if, I mean, if, if I could like snap my fingers tomorrow, I'd, I definitely would, would buy some gear just to mess around with, because I feel like it's, it's like before computers and we had to like, you had to go buy an amp to get a sound that you wanted. And now I feel like there's so many emulators and so many ways to get the exact sound that you want just by plugging into your computer. It's like pretty rad. I haven't my played, I haven't played with any of that stuff and I'd like to someday. My friend had an app. And a widget for his phone, so it was it was an app plus an in and out uh, box that attached to the bottom of his iPhone that worked just like a like a, a rack of pedals, mm. and it had two quarter inch I think it had two quarter inch um, dongles off the bottom of this phone dongle many dongles here, and you plug your guitar into it and you plugged it into the amp on the other side and it did all these delays and fuzzes and all this stuff we were screwing around in the basement. And it sounded awesome. I was like, "All that's coming from your phone?" He's like, "Oh yeah, this, this, this is nothing. This, this is just like one of the basic ones." Yeah, that's crazy, dude. I that's remember, crazy. you know, like playing in a band, like trying to get different sounds, doing all kinds of crazy stuff in the studio, trying different cabinets, trying different mic techniques, and now, like everything else, it's just oh, just fire up that plugin, and there it is. There's your oh. Marshall 1976, whatever. It's it's crazy, even just garage band. All right, it, this is a different podcast. I got to do this, Chris. I need to, I need to know what guitar Chris would buy because I I I don't know. I I 
I have one in my head maybe that you might like, but what, I, what, just, I just Googled Fender images and uh, the standard kind of American standard and American professional, like those really clean, straightforward looking ones. I think those are, those are pretty nice looking. I'm going like purely off of visual. Like a Strat? Like a Strat? I don't know. You're at, you're outside probably, by probably uh, like a, does it look like a guitar that Buddy Holly would have played? Yes. But bam, there you go. So there's some Strat hate out there. I don't I like know Strats, where... dude. Strats can get great sounds. Especially if you threw a different pickup in there. The really the really super jangly clean strat bugs me. Yeah, I don't like that one either. But yeah, when man, you get you get the right tone. I do like bright sounds, which is why I do end up liking a strat. But with that real hollow strat sound, it 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 wears on me. You gotta throw like a double humbucker in there and mm. I think you get a thicker sound. Like the dude from Green Day plays with one or he used to play with one. And he had, he had a really good sound for being like they were a three piece, and they had a huge sound, huge sound for a three piece. Man, 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 oh man! All right, well we need a we need a new podcast uh, to to do all that, folks. If you're still listening, thanks as always for joining us here at the Grace Go Girl Podcast. A couple things. Um, what do you think about this music thing? And 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 here's what I ultimately want to know: What type of music equals what type of animation? I want a debate going and and I, I want to figure this out. I, we need to start to build a language around what types of things you're trying to make are equal to what types of music. And so I don't know, I, I don't want to start this or t t taint it too much, but if you were to take the, the work that you do, what kind of music would you assign to it? So just some ideas like uh, sports graphics. What What type of music is that? Movie titles, what type of music is that? Uh, news graphics, uh, live, uh, live sh in show, live VJ stuff. What, what, what is that? Um, uh, you know, commercial end tags, product renders. Let, I want to see. This may be a little silly, but I want to see what people think of, like what what type of music it is, because I I want to start to build this analogy. I think there's something here. And second of all. Tell me if I'm crazy with this analogy. Is this making sense? Um, I know we got to run. Uh, as always, we'll uh, catch you in the next podcast. Don't forget to check out the show notes. We don't have too many. If you want to hear my uh, my 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 first takes at Ableton live and hear me make some beats, some repetitive house music. If you like uh, electro and house music, uh, come make fun of my my music. That'd be helpful. Um, that's in the links. And uh, Chris got the Strat. Chad has the SG. And I'm going to go with, yeah, I'm going to go with like a Harmony or a Dan Electro. So there you go. If you, have, if you ever want to get us Christmas presents. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how that works? Maybe they can sponsor the podcast. We'll get <laughs> Guitar Center to be a sponsor. <laughs> Guitar uh, I'll do a guitar center read for for a, a, an SG for Chad. That's fine. Guitar centers out there. Let me know. I'll take it. <laughs> Chad, I'll, write, I'll write a three chord song. <laughs> All right. Um, crazy one as always. Weird one as always. Thanks for listening. And uh, please don't forget to um, give us your comment. That's all we need. You know what? Uh, if you're if you're subscribed and all that stuff, that's great. But uh, we like hearing from you guys. We want to hear what uh, what you're struggling with what questions you have. Um, like I said earlier, our goal is to help you become a better motion designer, help you become a better artist. Um, and it's not because 
we have all the answers. We obviously don't. It's because we like talking about this stuff. We like, we like the, the, um, we like the challenge. We like solving problems. I think all creative people like solving problems. And uh, that's, that's all we're trying to do here. So let us know what problems you're having. And uh, we'll, we'll, I don't know, we'll discuss it. Probably uh, end up nowhere, but hopefully have a couple strings you could pull to go down your own path and your own journey. So uh, thanks again for listening, everybody. And unless there's nothing else, we will see you in another Grayscale Gorilla podcast very soon. Bye, everybody. Cheers. <laughs>